0: This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome back into The Voice of Reason. It is a Friday. You finally made it going into a holiday. So we'll see how many of you are actually like already in a holiday mode. Most of you are. And I say to that, good for you. Good for you. Welcome into a broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio TV. We have the live streaming back today, podcasting afterwards as well. Thanks for hanging out your Millennial General reporting for duty each and every day. It's a big show. We're going to have some fun today because I know you're in holiday mode. But there's also some really good news and some really interesting news that I want to talk about here in just a minute. You can find us all over our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, twitch.tv, ourfreedombook.com, Instagram. We do have our TikTok as well. All of them at who's your reason, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason also on the website at com. We'll talk about some Memorial Day stuff today, but there was a big vote out of the U.S. Senate that blocked the Independent Commission to investigate the attack on the U.S. Capitol. We'll get to that here in just a second as well. Joe Biden, we got to get our daily update from that guy. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Feeling good? Feeling good? I want to be clear. I'm, I'm not, not going, nuts. going nuts. All right, making sure, making sure. Do you have any latest news on the COVID vaccine and the COVID deaths in the country?
1: COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives it's just it's I mean you think about you it. You
0: got to think about it, man. You got to really got to think about that one. It's a tough cookie to break. <laughs> yeah, talk about the lack of mental stability on that one. Uh, talking about mental stability though, I am excited to have our next guest. It's been way too long since we've had on the program he's going to hang out with us here today for the hours we talk about memorial day we talk about some of the latest issues he is our mental toughness expert you can find him online mental toughness mr eric rittmeyer hanging out with us here on the live stream eric what's going on brother how you doing
1: Andy, good to see you again, man. You know, it's it's, it's the thing. It's the thing, right? It's the thing. It's the thing that's
0: you know. right. <laughs> oh, gosh, I tell you, I still, every time I hear him speak, I, I still question how, I mean, I get people didn't like Donald Trump, but the fact that that's leading the free world. I read a story just a few days ago, earlier this week, talking about the, the media was all about the daily uh, schedule of Joe Biden and the inside look of the president of the United States and a rare look into the daily schedule which I laugh at because they do that for every president. So I don't know why it's any unique for Joe Biden. They laughed at Donald Trump because he slept like two hours a night and was a type A personality that never stopped. Joe Biden doesn't get to the White House till 930 in the morning and then goes to bed at seven o'clock at night. I don't know how you run a free country
1: working nine hours a day. Yeah, and you got to throw in at least an hour of Matlock on there, too, and drink your <laughs> insure, right? I mean, it's it's... It's dangerous now is what it is, Andy. I mean, it's one thing that, okay, everybody hates Donald Trump. You could have put Mickey Mouse up running against him and, and Mickey Mouse would have won. But now you can't look at what's happening and deny the fact that our country is struggling hardcore. We are the laughing stock of the world right now. I mean, you look at who's running our country and he can't formulate a sentence. And again, I'm not I'm not saying this in a derogatory manner. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but anybody that looks at him and and denies the fact that he's suffering from a major cognitive decline is just flat out ignoring the facts. He needs help. He needs assistance. And again, the scary thing is other countries are looking at this. And I think Donald Trump, I believe he was the one who said this. He said, look, we're in a 24 hour day, seven day a week game of chess with professional chess players, other world leaders. They are professionals at what they do. They constantly are five moves ahead of us. We are losing the chess match right now immensely. We're putting emphasis on. We're focusing on developing flight suits for female fighter pilots. Like, what are we doing here while other countries are figuring out a way to overtake us and to overrun us and to become the next world power? It's scary right now.
0: It is scary. Did you see the video that was floating around social media? It was the video, kind of a a mixture between the two. It was a campaign ad for the Russian uh, Russian military for uh, Russia, and it showed these uh, tough guys and their training, and they, it was all in Russian about joining the military and how we're the strong uniting force of the uh, the world, and yada, yada. And then it flips to a U.S. military campaign ad about a woman who had two moms and how just the, 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 the struggles between her two moms brought the inner strength out in her and how she's part of the U.S. military now and how you know she's overcome diversity by having two moms and the woke crowd that's taken over the military. Uh, is, is that a cause for concern worldwide when the world sees a russian military ad of tough guys training and holding big guns and going out and doing obstacles and then a woman on a u.s military ad that says well i had two moms and that brought the inner strength out in me because i'm totally woke uh, to me that's concerning because that shows a absolute sign of weakness for the u.s
1: on what potentially could be in the future to say that's a sign of concern is a gross understatement. We should be horrified of this. Okay, our military, I was in the Marine Corps, right? Our military serves one purpose. Our military is there to win wars. Yeah. I don't care what you like. I don't care what you dislike. I don't care what you associate as. I don't care about anything other than completing the mission. If we're going to start pandering to the 1% who make us bow down, and say, oh, you have to accept us, and you have to do this. Here's the problem. Wokeness equals weakness, right? Everybody sees this. Every country sees what we're doing. For the longest time up until very recently, Our military politics had nothing to do with our military. That was one separate entity that no matter what we knew, they were not susceptible to any type of exterior influence as it related to the president, Democrat, Republican, whatever. We are now in an era where it is starting to infiltrate our military. People don't want to see this. They don't want to believe this. They don't want to acknowledge this. We are losing the world power. We have China Basically telling us, we're not going to listen to you. That's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. So while we're working on female flight suits again, they're building rockets, and they're figuring out ways to access our boating system, and they're figuring out ways to shut down pipelines, and they're figuring out ways that they can get ransom from us because they shut down a major oil line, and we pay $5 million to reopen. This is pure insanity craziness. The fact it's reaching our military is reason for major, 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 major fear. Yeah. Everybody should be very fearful of that.
0: Everybody should be very fearful of that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a major concern because you're right. The, they, I mean, as harsh as it sounds, the military, uh, military should be focused on we want the toughest, we want the strongest, we want the smartest people to go in, we want them to see red and to defeat the enemy, period, end of story. There should not be any social experiments going on inside the military, and that is a cause for concern. Um, it, it's, it's a little wonky and I don't know how long it's going to be that way, but I guess right now under a Biden administration, under Democrat run Congress, or we may see this for a while, shouldn't we?
1: Oh, we are absolutely going to, it's only going to get worse, unfortunately. And here, here's where I think the problem is, Andy, we, people conflate. So the minute they say that we can't have that in the military, they automatically assume we're saying that we hate transgender. We hate whatever it is. That's not the case right. at all. Okay, again, the mission of the military is to win wars. If you are able to provide a benefit and you are able to help us win our wars, then great. We cannot pander to these 1% of people that adversely impact the other 99%. I'm not saying anybody should dislike anybody. I'm not saying anybody should be mean to somebody who has whatever it may be, gay, trans. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm not saying we should be mean to them. What I'm saying is... We can't just ignore the facts. When you go to war, you have to be built to win a war. Anything that inhibits our ability to win a war is a bad thing. So why are we playing this game and allowing everybody to put us on our knees while other people are looking at us, seeing a sign of weakness? We're imploding from the inside out. It's not going to be better, unfortunately. There's not been a single sign that says our military is going to be any better.
0: It's weird because you're right. I mean, the sole focus should be, can you do the job? I don't care about your sexual orientation. I don't care about your gender identification. And we're to the point where we just... That's kind of where I'm at right now. It's a little (laughs) little (laughs) ridiculous. Let's shift gears a little bit to some good news. Uh, There was a piece out of NBC News that just posted a little bit ago. Today, Republicans blocked the Independent Commission to investigate the attack on the U.S. Capitol, and the media is having a frenzy over this one. As they were set to try and set that independent commission investigating the January 6th attack and Republicans blocked it, which means they must have planned the whole thing, right? It was a conspiracy to try and stop Congress, to have people invade, for an anarchist uh, anarchist type of mentality to invade the Capitol. How dare Republicans sabotage that? And uh, the the media is just losing their minds over this.
1: Yeah, by all means, let's direct all mental energy towards what happened (laughs) on January 6th, which again was a horrible situation, right? It was bad. It was a horrible thing. A mostly peaceful protest. Go I'm sorry. A mostly peaceful protest. Mostly, exactly. (laughs) Why we direct so much mental energy, I'm not saying there should be zero mental energy, right? The people who did what they did, the people who broke in and and did everything they did and broke the law absolutely should be prosecuted. I wholeheartedly believe that. But why do we direct so much mental energy there when you have people burning down cities, when you have people... Killing cops and beating people up just because of the, their race. When you have people beating other people with bricks, when they're taking over police stations. That doesn't get a commission. Again, peaceful protest. So all this is about is them trying to find a way to go witch hunting after anybody who's a Republican. That's all they're looking to do. So January 6th now opens us up. Now, all of a sudden, we start getting cell phone records. We start getting this. They're looking for a way to beat their opponents over the head with it. And that's a very, very backdoor way to do things. And it's dangerous for our country, too.
0: Well, I think they're just continuing on the legacy of the last four years of what they've done. They don't have anything to fight against. People don't like their policies and their agendas. So they have to distract us with the Russian collusion while Trump was in office, the impeachment processes while they did that twice under under Trump. And now here, they're, they're, they're missing Donald Trump being in office and being in the spotlight. They don't know what else to talk about, so they need to go back and do a criminal investigation on Trump, do an independent commission to investigate the incident that happened because Trump was at fault and therefore the Republican Party was at fault as well. They have nothing left because they don't want to talk about their ideas. They want to have those kind of slip through the background.
1: Yeah, and this goes back, and I just had this conversation a couple days ago on a show I did. If you really seriously think about this, and I would challenge anyone to give me one thing that is now better with Biden in office. Give me one single thing that's better. And don't tell me vaccine. Okay, there, Daffy Duck could have been an office and the vaccine would have been the same exact way. That was put into place long before he stepped foot in that office. President Trump had that underway. So the trajectory was already going like this. The day, the day Biden took over, it continued the same path it was going. Now you wanna show me stats that show the trajectory going like this, Biden gets elected and it goes like that, hats off. But he's in this parade, riding the head of the parade. This is what I did, this is what I got. I get the pandemic. It's good. But at the end of the day, the pandemic's over. OK, we are now vaccinated. We have a vaccine. Hospitalizations are down. Deaths are down. We know more about this than we ever did. The, this is over. OK, it's over. So now it's time to find something else to latch on Now it's time to find something to beat people over the head with. Give me one thing that is better since Biden's been in office. You seriously cannot give me one thing. Nobody can give that to me.
0: No, in fact, there's the memes running around right now about the inflation that we see on gas prices, on food, on regular raw materials. I mean, I get COVID affected a lot of that, but a lot of that's also the, the, the what was it, 4.2% inflation in in a single quarter. That was like the highest that we've seen since 2008 during the Barack Obama reign again. Everything's gone up, and all we're doing is just spending massive amounts of money just trying
1: to maintain. That's not a way to recover, is it? And then we're talking about what they say another nine trillion now, and check this out, Andy. How about the two hundred thousand new jobs, and they were anticipating a million? Yeah. Okay, so we're off by a mere three course seven hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> no big deal. And then they, he, he wants to go on TV and talk about how this is part of the process. How in the hell is a prediction of one million jobs coming out of two hundred and fifty thousand jobs after we just dropped three trillion with a T? That's part of the process. Like, what are you smoking? And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is part of the process. No big deal. We take on $3 trillion in debt, and you have 250,000 new jobs, and they're predicting a million. But that's not a problem. You don't see that being an issue. We were energy independent. Now we're not. The borders are wide open. Gas prices are up. Cost of lumber, it's quadrupled. You're telling me, again, give me one positive thing. Nobody can give me anything. Look at the Middle East. What's going on over there? What yeah. happened in the Middle East when Trump was in office? I don't remember anything nearly what we're having right now, firing rockets. Then what happens to the media, right? Media comes out, oh, Israel is blowing up buildings with children in them. Well, yeah. that's because Hamas stores bombs in the bombing of the building. Meanwhile, Israel is calling them saying, hey, get out of the building. We're going to blow it up. It's just, it's pure,
0: cra- it's scary, it's dangerous is what it is. It's pure crazy and pure, pure scary. we got a lot to get to. Eric Rittmeyer, mental toughness expert. Emotional Marine is the book. We'll talk about some of that and more coming up here. Great Friday on The Voice of Reason. Stay here.
1: The Voice of Reason
0: with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
1: You're listening to the voice of reason
0: with Andy Hoosier. Welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio and TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We killed it again on our podcast downloads again this month. We're growing I mean, we're not like major, but we're growing. We're growing each and every month, and that's awesome. So we appreciate you very, very much. As a reminder for you, we have our newsletter coming out early next week for the end of the month, which means if you have not signed up to become a Hoosier Holic, you can do so at HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. You can sign up for the newsletter totally free. We won't spam you all the time. You can We'll send a monthly email with our monthly blog on there with... Some topical issues with what's going on in the month with the latest from the show, the latest from the Hoosier Media Network. It's awesome. Make sure to sign up again at Hoosier Media Network uh, at HoosierReason.com. speaker.com is the website for our guest today, Eric Rittmeyer, hanging out. It was funny, we were mentioning the what benefits of Joe Biden has done. I, I'm curious at how long they can continue the manipulation of the agenda on how well things are going because they asked about well hey wait a second um, um, uh, communications director here you have inflation that's raising the prices for everything how do you explain that and is it the Biden administration and their response was oh everything's great that's just a sign of a proper economic plan being implemented with prices on everything going up I I mean sure I, I don't know how long they
1: can keep that charade going but that's their position so I guess it's positive right I'll tell you how long it goes on for, Andy. It goes on until, as a nation, everyone sobers up off of their COVID stimulus check intoxication, meaning that everyone right now is still kind of okay with everything. They got their checks. You know, everything's good. Still paying for unemployment through September so people are able to stay home and collect more money staying at home as opposed to going to work. Once these things start to wear off, mainly these COVID checks, once they're stopping, once they're not coming anymore, which looks like we're done now, hopefully, once that starts to wear off, People are going to start looking in their pocketbooks and saying, wait a second, every single thing I'm now purchasing on the daily, every single commodity I'm purchasing has gone up exponentially. And they're going to start looking internally and saying, "Okay, the check was wonderful. The unemployment was great. But what's happening now with every time I go to fill up my vehicle? What's happening when I want to go buy a new house when it costs four times as much for a piece of lumber than it did a few months ago. That's where it starts to happen, but until it wears off, until this euphoria wears off, because we're still in the honeymoon phase right now. And again, the checks are playing a big part of it. The fact that people are getting free money, which is just our money anyway, it's technically our great grandkids' money, if that's what you want to call it. (laughs) Once that wears off, I think is where people really start to realize We're going down the creek with no paddle.
0: Yeah, we got just about a minute, minute and a half before we have to take our bottom of the hour. But I do want to get your thoughts on this movement with is this. Do you think they're conditioning us for the universal basic income? We've talked about it quite a bit on the show, but with the soon to be uh, child tax credit being direct deposited into your account every single month, starting Uh, Next month in July with the stimulus payments where now they're talking about another. The IRS came out with a statement today saying possibly another covid stimulus payment because people want that with the extension of covid unemployment benefits, that additional three to four hundred dollars a week through September that I'm sure they're going to try to extend thereafter as well. With all of this money coming out in about 45 seconds, is this the
1: conditioning for a universal basic income in just a different roundabout way? We are being systematically desensitized, Andy, to crazy nutso theories that even a few months ago we would have never even never even looked at, given two seconds to. We are conditioning our brains. It's called graduate exposure therapy. We are conditioning people to take this insanity and say, oh, it's normal. Bernie Sanders syndrome, the stuff he said when he was running last election cycle, we thought was bat crazy. Now, he's a moderate. I mean, look at Bernie. Bernie's like, cool, I'll take Bernie over what's happening now. <laughs> it's systematically desensitizing our brains. That's what's happening. That's scary,
0: again, because, I mean, you've seen the mental side of it. You've seen how they play these mind games, and they're doing it so well, and people are just buying into it. And that's what's troubling with all, with the woke crowd and with this conditioning that we're just used to. it. Because if they, try, if they put it in and they implement it, then they try to take it away, that's when people lose their minds. Wait a second. I was dependent on that. I needed that for my bills. I needed that for X, Y, and Z. Don't get rid of that. We need to extend it. We'll take a break. Bottom of the hour news. When we come back, I want to have some fun. We'll talk about some Memorial Day stuff. We'll get into some fun festive celebration things. We'll talk about that. Plus, uh, some other interesting news. The inmates in jails and prisons, should their sentences be reduced if they get the COVID-19 vaccine? Interesting incentives right there, isn't it? We'll talk about all that and more coming up here for a Friday on The Voice of Reason.
1: The Voice of Reason with Andy
0: Hoosier.
1: You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are.
0: Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today on a pre-memorial weekend Friday here on The Voice of Reason radio and TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country. You can visit us online, HoosierReason.com and the website, or all the social media as well. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener. At a time. You can find us on our social medias. We do have our live stream up on the Twitch feed. Did have a comment. And Eric, you'll enjoy this. Eric Rittmeyer is our guest today. Mental toughness speaker. Uh, The Emotional Marine is the book. You can go and check that out as well. Um, Talk about the conditioning. Here's a comment. I was ordering at Burger King earlier today. Was waiting at the counter for my order and stepped a few inches away. And the guy next to me immediately stepped away and started yelling about being six feet apart. He didn't want to stand near me. The conditioning and programming is real. That was a conditioned response by the dude. It is. I mean, now they're just they're used to it. There's a story that some guy like his refused to take his mask off every day, like all day long. He's in the bathroom by himself doing his thing, still wearing a mask. His wife was complaining about not being able to kiss him or even do adult things without him wearing his mask. This is a conditioning where I think maybe germaphobes or maybe people that just listen to the government blindly. I don't know who it is, but boy, I tell you what, they've they've really been worked over good on just following blindly at what's being told to them.
1: Well, this is a this is a direct result of people who just get information don't back it up and it's confirmation bias 101 right believe it or not some people don't want things to go back to normal and here's what's so crazy about this andy like this is what i don't understand if you're vaccinated if you chose to get a vaccination which is wonderful you should i personally am not getting vaccinated if you got vaccinated that's wonderful i respect you for doing that i'm sure you had a reason to do it and that's wonderful it's your decision to make that's great but once you're vaccinated regardless if I'm vaccinated, not, it should have zero impact on you. Okay, look at the statistics on that. Don't come at me and say, oh, there's still a chance. If you are vaccinated, <laughs> there's a very, very, very high probability you are safe from catching COVID from someone else. So whether or not I chose to get vaccinated should have zero impact on you. So if you're gonna go out and if you wanna yell at people and if you wanna yell at your waiter when you go out to dinner, why don't you stay home and scream at your microwave instead? Don't even leave your house. Yeah. If you're a miserable person who can't think for yourself, who's a robot, Stay home and be miserable. But if you get vaccinated, go out and do your thing. You're safe. That's what the vaccination is all about, isn't it? I mean, that's what I thought.
0: I thought so, too. You're protected, so you should be good, and you shouldn't care what I do. It's unfortunate because it's not even a party line thing. Now, there's a lot of Republicans that go round and round with me on social media About that is you don't want to get the vaccine, therefore you want people to die. You are openly advocating for the spread of the virus and for people to continue to die because you think that herd immunity, based on you getting it and natural building up of your immune system to fight it, is going to kill people, and that's just really wrong. And you can't be advocating for that. And it's it's gone to the line of instead of the conservative message of you do you and I do me, it's now you need to do what I want you to do, or else you're killing people and you're the worst person on the face of the earth. I've And it's unfortunate because it's not a political line anymore. It's just a, a, I guess, a moral line or a a values line or a a
1: personal line. I don't know what it is. Well, it's the line there, Andy, is a way for people on the left to beat us over the head with something that they think that they're right on, that we're wrong on. Right. I mean, that's the thing. As Republicans, we look at Democrats and say, hey. They're good people with bad ideas, right? That's the way we view them. Democrats view Republicans as horrible people with horrible ideas. So they can't just tell us what they think and then have it at that. They tell us what they think, and then the minute we disagree, we're horrible, racist, bigot, fascist, homophobes. There's a problem there. So if they're incapable of accepting opposing points of view, if they can't accept the fact that I can produce something to them that's going to conflict with their belief system, if they can't find a way to address that in a way other than yelling, screaming, and name-calling, that's an internal problem. No vaccine is going to fix that If I have to tell you not to drink bleach And or aquarium cleaner If I have to (laughs) tell you that Maybe we should just let those people go That's just attrition 101 right If you're that dumb that you think you should drink bleach To stop from getting COVID Go at it, bro. I'm sorry. There's not a vaccine that's going to fix stupid. Sorry.
0: Yeah, there's a level of survival of the fittest to where, you know, if you <laughs> if you can't survive in common sense worlds, then, you know, maybe maybe it's your time. I, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, speaking of, let's have a little fun here, shall we? It's it's Politics have been crazy. It's been a crazy week. We Now we're going into Memorial Week, and people are zoned out, man. Uh, in Memorial time, I've, I've been watching the news all over in Kansas here at least as well, where people are already maxed out on the camping sites all over the place. But we got to remember the true reason the holiday with uh with honoring the fallen soldiers of this country with memorial day and you have some ideas on how to do that obviously being a veteran yourself and and ways to be able to honor the military honor the fallen and be able to remember it while still having a good time but what's on your mind how do you how do you go through this holiday
1: yeah that's great point Andy. good way to lead into it i mean here's my philosophy here's my thought on this Okay, it's great for us to go out and have fun. We should. This is a, this is going to be a wonderful weekend. It's the start of summer. Everybody's been pent up. We haven't been able to get out. We absolutely should go out and do our thing. But the, the problem right now is what we're in the middle of are these friends and family wars. That's what I call them. Meaning that unless you have a friend or a family member who's serving and currently in combat... It's really like, eh, no big deal. It is what it is. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. Okay. I'm not saying that people are like doing derogatory things towards it, but unless you have somebody skin in the game, let's call it, it's not that big of a deal to you. So the issue, I think, with holidays like Memorial Day is if you ask the vast majority of people what it's all about, they don't know. A lot of people don't understand the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. And again, It's okay. Out of sight, out of mind, I get it. But I think where all this starts is, especially with our kids, is getting our kids to understand, talking with our kids, age-appropriate conversations, obviously. We're going to have a conversation with our five-year-olds different than our 15-year-old. But help them to understand what it's all about. Ask them if they understand Memorial Day. Do you know what the word memorial means? Starts with that. A memorial is something we use to honor somebody else, a way that we recognize somebody that we love, that we cared for. Our pet dog that died last year. We have that rock out back. You know the rock out back? Yeah, that's a memorial. All cool. right. We do the same thing for people who fought for our country, who died for our country, protecting us back here at home so we have the freedoms we have. Let's appreciate that and respect that and understand that moving forward, we have to realize that people are out here risking their lives to make us safe.
0: Yeah, amen to that. I mean, it it is out of sight, out of mind, because we live in one of the safest nations on the face of the earth, so it's not always on our mind of what's going on overseas, especially with what's going on in the Middle East right now. I mean, peaceful. Trump administration, now we see with uh, Israel and Hamas, and all that garbage going on we see concerns with russia we see concerns with north korea and with iran i mean there are things going on all the time that we're not aware of because we are very very comfortable and we live in a very safe nation thanks to these individuals now i feel like an idiot so correct me if i'm wrong here but i have not seen these in a few years but um the poppy seed plants that we give away that was memorial day or veterans day i thought it was memorial day wasn't it because i have not seen those in years
1: I think you're correct. Yeah, that's actually a good question. I'm not. I do I, I believe it's Memorial Day as well, but I can't say that definitively.
0: That makes me sad. I haven't seen those in forever, right. and I loved the story behind those as well, where the veterans used to go out and hand those out at grocery stores and gas stations and stuff because it was the memor- uh, the uh, Memorial for World War uh, World War One soldiers that died because the soil was so. Uh, uh, saturated with iron in the blood was that that was the only plant that would grow and that was the only beauty on the battlefield in those trench warfare. And it, it was sad, and I would love to see those again, but I haven't seen those in years.
1: You know, he, here's the thing, and this is what I talk a lot about too, right? So believe it or not, just 0.4% of our population right now is active duty military. Yeah. 04 just 7.2% are veterans that are alive right now. Wow. So the issue is what's happening is we now have a couple generations of, of people who have grown up without an immediate firsthand touch to somebody who served. So what ends up happening is we have two generations, three generations, never directly knew somebody who served, doesn't currently know anybody who's serving right now. They have no level of appreciation for the sacrifices. They don't understand the camaraderie. They don't understand that when we all, when we join the military, we raise our right hand, we all bleed green. They don't get that. And the problem is, again, social media more than social interaction. All we're worried about is living inside of our bubbles and just automatically assuming that, hey, this is the way it is. It's always been this way. I click a button. that's on my phone. I want to date somebody. I swipe right. I want to ride, I swipe left, whatever I do This is instant gratification time We need to really have a very conscious effort To educate our children To make sure nothing gets lost here Because again, we're a couple generations right now That are removed from a time where World War II, 400,000 people died in World War II 60% of the people who were, were drafted in World War II You had children, 17, 18 years old That are being drafted to go fight in a war That they knew they probably weren't coming home from yeah. And they did it, they, val- they went and they did it with smiles on their face. That is a totally different generation. We're missing that right now. Our kids don't get that. They think everything is just given to them. We really have to do better at educating our children to appreciate what they have.
0: I'm just trying to image one of the hipsters of today trying to put a smile on their faces as they go into battle or something. It would very that would scare me if that's the generation that's defending us. I was not aware that number is that small. Less than one percent of the population actually active military right now. Is that by choice or is that because of the military downsizing and lack
1: of funding or what's why is it so small i was not aware of that yeah 0.4 percent i don't think it's really a funding issue i mean obviously the you know i was in the marine corps we have a we're the smallest branch obviously but just 0.4 percent And i think what it boils down to is obviously it's it's a retention issue as well they're having a hard time retaining people that's another That's another uh, unfortunate byproduct of what's going to be happening here moving forward with all the stuff that's happening in the military as far as this administration is concerned. But, yes, it's it's a small number. And I think a lot of it has to deal with, again, me personally, I come from a family that people have served, my father, my grandfather. I feel like it was kind of, for me, it was like the thing where I kind of felt like I had to. I'm a huge fan, Andy, of mandatory military service. People give me a hard time for this. I believe you live in this country. You turn 18. you got to serve for two years. I'm not saying it's got to be shooting rifles and throwing grenades and and learning to kill. But it needs to be National Park Service, something where you leave where you're living, go somewhere else, work with people you don't like, accomplish a mission, find a way to get through things when adversity strikes. You want to talk about teaching lifelong skills to our kids? You want to see a change in our nation? Let's have them leave when they're 18, go somewhere to work for a common cause, then have them come back. Our whole nation changes at the drop of a hat.
0: I am really glad you mentioned that because that was the exact question I wanted to ask you next. Was about mandatory military service for a certain amount of time. So let's we got to take a break here. When we come back, let's talk about that a little little bit and what that could do for the nation, because that might wake some people up and uh, maybe wouldn't have the the mindset we do uh, in the country as well. So we'll talk about some mandatory military service uh, and how that could look in the United States, because I think that's a great idea as well. I've, I've always kind of considered that to at least be part or at least understand. Same way it's like running for office. I think everybody needs the opportunity to run for political office just to understand what it takes to meet people, to talk about it, to understand your ideas, to be able to challenge your ideas and to run in the public line, line, I think is really interesting. So we'll talk about that and more when we come back. Wrap it up today on a memorial specialty here on The Voice of Reason for a Friday. Stay here.
1: The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier.
0: Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at yourreason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show.
1: You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yeah, buddy.
0: Welcome back into the program. Just a few minutes left wrapping up the show today for a Friday. It's great to have you for the ride as you do every single day. Make sure to stay tuned in next week. Now, Monday, we do have a Best Up program running for Memorial Day. We'll be back at it on Tuesday. And we have a laundry list of awesome guests and topics to talk about to recap your holiday weekend. So hopefully it's a good one and... We'll be back at it next week for that and some exciting news as well. Plus, remember, just one more chance to remind you to sign up for the newsletter if you've not done so. It's going to be totally free. You can enjoy. We have our monthly blog, which it sounds like, if you remember Armed American Radio, the great Mark Walters, we fill in for him quite a bit on his program talking about Second Amendment issues. It sounds like we may be involved in that some way uh, some way as well with his new Armed American Radio News Network. So we'll have more information on that as well with the blogs that we write and some of the articles that we write that may be posted on there too. So I'm pretty excited. I've never been a writer. I hate writing, but we've had a lot of fun with it on the program. So HoosierReason.com, you'll pop up. See if you want to become a Hoosier holic. Type in your email. We'll send you a monthly newsletter and nothing more. We will not spam you. All the time, Eric Rittmeyer, a mental toughness speaker. You can find him online, mentaltoughnessspeaker.com. Been with us here for this hour, also author of the book *An Emotional Marine* or *The Emotional Marine* as well. And we kind of went off in that last break talking about mandatory military service, which I think could really change the tone quite a bit, but mentally for people, just the need for that uh, to understand, to be involved with something. Right now, we have such a uh, lack of appreciation of what people do in their jobs and their careers, whether it's military, whether it's politician, whether it's, you know, just being an engineer or something, the hard work that it goes into. It That's why we have a push for minimum wage increases to $15 an hour. That would be the same for most people that have to have a degree to do the job that they already do because they don't quite appreciate the work as opposed to the entry level jobs. They want all of it right now. Those types of issues with that would that start to fix the nation, go to the wayside a little bit if we at least showed a little bit of a hard work ethic that we would learn through a, a mandatory military service? Yeah, and
1: here's the issue, Andy, and this is and this is nothing against millennials, because I know you are one, so I'm not <laughs> going to bash on I'm not going to beat you up. So, Come on, I apologize for them every day. It's okay. <laughs> but here's the thing about millennials this is where I think they're just so misunderstood because what you have to do is you have to look at how millennials have grown up okay they've grown up in a generation they've grown up in a time where everything is the push of a button they've grown up in a time where it's never their fault it's always the teacher's fault where they get trophies for everything everything is instant gratification so what ends up happening is these people go through life and they just don't understand what it means to actually put time and effort into things to cultivate things to work hard towards things I'm not saying this in a negative way it just these things we have to be aware of because again they don't understand like when i was a kid i'm a lot older than you we had layaway okay Mm -hmm. so if you wanted to buy something you put on layaway and you go like every week and make payments on it you work towards it so what you find right now is a whole generation that's just not satisfied they have a very difficult time finding inside out happiness because they rely on their electronic devices they rely on things that they have at the flip of a switch the minute something breaks they toss they don't try to fix it so when it comes to something like military when it comes to mandatory service and again I'm big on it. it. doesn't have to be military. It just needs to be some sort of service that is outside of you, that's outside your home, that requires you to leave where you live. When you do that, what you find is people who can respect the camaraderie, that will appreciate this brotherhood. You know what you're getting with the veteran. I don't care what branch you serve, right? I'm a hardcore Marine, right? Take the Marine out of the Corps, can't take the Corps out of the Marine. It doesn't matter what branch you serve, then we all bleed green. You get commitment, you get integrity, accountability, loyalty, this service before self mentality. This is what you get from every single person who has served. We got that because of our time dealing with other people that we didn't like, understanding that when the bullets started flying, somebody was going to support us, somebody was going to be there to help us. It's a brotherhood. It's a camaraderie. People need that to know that there's other people they can rely on and also how to handle opposing points of view and to get the job done when you're dealing with people that you don't like. That's critically important.
0: Boy, if everybody just remembered those values and actually learned them and understood them, we would have a, such a different world than what we do right now it's a crazy thought we got just about a minute left here but memorial weekend obviously so we need to remember the season for what it actually is remember the holiday and enjoy it here's the ultimate question the most important question that i'll ask you this entire hour discussion when you're camping is camping in an rv in the luxuries of having electricity actually camping or is that just um not really camping because you know what you need to camp outside in a tent or in the elements and actually survivalist on its own. What's the actual true sense of camping? (laughs) Andy, you're talking to a
1: Marine. That's come on, man. you got to stay saying. in the camper. You can't stay in the... T- I'm just kidding. It's got to be in the tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be in the tent with a bottle of vodka and a fire and marshmallows mm. and go out and kill animals and eat them. That's the only way we do it these days.
0: Amen to that. I, I've never <laughs> understood it. Everybody wants to get that camper get those luxuries on. That's not camping. Stop it. I want the RV <laughs> slot with the toilet hookup. Look, no, come on, man. Uh, Eric Rittmeyer, speaker.com, The Emotional Marine is the book. Eric, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. We appreciate it very much. We'll do it again here real soon. Yeah, you're the man, Andy. Thanks for having me, brother. Hey, always a pleasure. That does it for us today. Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Enjoy the weekend. Back at it on Tuesday. Until then, this is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everyone have a great weekend. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Who's Your Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast.